super freak. Welcome back. Recently, I had someone ask me a great question. He's a student of mine, a client of mine, and an ex-training buddy of mine as well. And he was going into a tournament and he wanted to have the best mindset that he possibly could going into it. He knew he just wasn't sort of feeling it. For those of you who have ever had an athletic background, you know how painful that experience is of knowing that you've got to perform and put your body on the line, but you're just not feeling it. So this is going to apply to you if that is you, but also you can use this anytime you are working towards something and you would like it to succeed, but you're not feeling in the mode for it. So the question was, how do I have a winner's mindset? And before I get into the answer, which I think you're going to love because this guy was like, okay, it's been 10 minutes. I can get off the phone now. We obviously kept talking, but it's a very simple switch. But I want to really start off by pre-framing that a winner in my books isn't necessary. I mean, you win when you cross the line first in front of everyone. That's, that's how you win. But the kind of winner's mindset I'm interested in is the one where you keep winning like over and over and over again. That's what I'm really interested in. That's kind of how Super Freak came about. So it's one thing to cross a line and nothing went wrong for you, or maybe lots of things went wrong for you, but you just happened to do it faster than everyone. It is a huge, tremendous thing to experience. It's another thing altogether to do it over and over and over again and make it look easy. And I'm really interested in that, how people do it. Now, for some people, it's due to their physicality, yes, I, for example, at five foot two, am not designed to be a basketballer, though I did used to play basketball. I was more of a martial artist on the basketball court. It didn't go well for me. Wait, that sounds like I punched someone. I didn't. I just stood my ground too much and didn't understand the rules. So I always got fouled and didn't understand. Anyway, so what I'm saying is you can have the physicality and not have a winner's attitude and it won't actually work, but you can have not the physicality. (laughs) which sounds funny, but have a winner's attitude and you will blow the roof off. So whether you have the physicality, whether you have the things in place, whether you have like all the resources or all the money or all the backing or whatever, that's one thing. Whether you are physically designed in your body to be able to do the thing is another thing. But without the winner's attitude and mindset, it's not going to be sustainable and it might not even work at all. So this is very important. Now, in the context of this question, my client asked me how to have a winner's mindset. And something I do as a coach is when I'm trying to explain how to think about something and a person's too close to it, like he was really in it thinking about the thing he had to perform that very weekend. And I think we were talking on a Thursday. I like to use metaphors and talk about the context of the conversation by applying it to different areas of life. So the way I answered this question, how how do I have a winner's mindset? was number one, to describe that it's not a winner's mindset, it's a winning consciousness. And then to explain winning consciousness by describing other types of consciousness that are really important and that people understand so we can come back to winner's mindset and answer the question of winner's mindset. Now you'll see, I'm gonna do this right now for you to show you what I mean. So firstly, a winner's mindset is one thing, it's getting you over the line. But having a consciousness of winning means No matter what's going on, you win. No matter what happens day to day, tournament to tournament, you show up to the big game like it's just another training session. 
Now, here's the thing. When you show up to a massive game, like it's just another training session, you have a completely different attitude. And on the surface, that might sound like you're being nonchalant about the importance of the game. But really, for an athlete or for anyone who is performing at the top of their game, the aim is that they need to turn the mountain into a molehill. They need to remove the drama, remove the adrenaline, remain calm and be able to focus. Being calm under fire is exactly what's going to get you where you want to go. So, The athletes who are performing at Wimbledon and at the Australian Open, I'm thinking of tennis players or performing in world championship surfing events, no matter what, of course, there's going to be an element of adrenaline because there's competition and people are watching and things like that. There's also the parts we can't control. But the more you can make it feel as normal as every day, the easier it is for you to relax so much that you step into a particular place of flow a particular place of relaxed, unconscious, playing something out. And it is so beautiful. So I'm going to explain this to you within the context of like wealth and flow. So Mihai Chinknihai wrote this book called Flow. (laughs) And he describes a state of flow, a state of flow being when you have a high level of skill and a high level of pressure that are just the right amount of each where you meet in the middle and your level of skill is met with a level of challenge. So you are just challenged enough that you get to fully play out your skill and you dip into this state of flow. And he's done all this research on it. It is incredible research. When you're in that state of flow, you forget to eat, you become hyperproductive, you start to make connections, you can't be distracted from that state of flow. But a consciousness of flow is very different. And my friend Jackie Nectel is one of the founders of the Flow Consciousness Institute. And they talk about how we have a consciousness of flow, meaning we're never really not in flow. There's a meta understanding of what flow is. And it's a different experience. And that's what I want to talk with you about when it comes to winning consciousness as well. So... A flow consciousness is when you're never not in flow and all of your beliefs and all of your actions and all of your energy, everything aligns to everything always getting you to the next step and there always being opportunities for you to get where it is that you want to go or to create the thing that you're aiming to create. Life is always supporting you. You're always where you're meant to be and it's a beautiful consciousness to live within that everyone is able to access. When we talk about wealth, Some people think of wealth as I either have money in my bank account or I don't. There is a state of wealth which is dependent on what is happening in the moment. And there is also a consciousness of wealth where it does not matter what is happening in the moment. There is a trust and an understanding that no matter what is going on, you're always where you're meant to be. And the world's wealthiest people are in a consciousness of wealth. Sometimes they go broke. Sometimes they have heaps of money, but they understand the big picture of wealth, what they're working towards, and the trajectory of where they're going is always on the up and up. So they could have businesses that go bust, but have other businesses that don't go bust. And everything sort of balances itself out in the big picture. I'm getting a little bit too granular now in my description, so I hope you can understand what I'm talking about. There is a state of wealth where you feel wealthy or you don't feel wealthy, and there's a consciousness of wealth which implies that no matter how you feel, you are wealthy and everything you do is getting you closer to this state 
of where you want to be or the goal that you want to have when it comes to your wealth. Like no matter how you feel that day, your money is still growing. That is a consciousness of wealth. A consciousness of wealth is where you notice and spot opportunities to build your wealth that maybe others wouldn't because you are attuned to it. You're attuned and conditioned and programmed to be able to spot those opportunities. So there's a difference between a state of flow and a consciousness of flow where all of your beliefs align with it's never not working. There's a difference between a state of wealth, which is dependent on what's happening or how you feel or your result in your bank account, one particular result, and a consciousness of wealth, which is an ongoing, never-ending, I guess, an emotional ride or a consciousness ride where you're consistently always aligning with where you want to go, no matter what. We don't ever make any meaning of it's not working. Ping bong (laughs) announcement. All right, so the Fierce Salon is closing tomorrow. And if this idea of having a winner's mindset is something that you feel like you could really utilize, here's what I want you to know. When it comes to creating the things that you want, 5% is in your control and 95% is not. I know that's something that most people don't want to hear, but it's true. There is this huge unknown probability factor and it's inside of that unknown space that we need to have strategies, we need to have a winner's consciousness, we need to have an attitude of being able to stay focused even when it looks like the odds are stacked against us. So not only in the Fierce Salon are we aiming at building up your coaching and creative career to a solid revenue-making business that brings in really healthy profits so you can have the safety and security and life that you need as a creative and someone who's in a service-based industry, We also help you in the salon to deal with the inevitable unknown, the inevitable unexpected, the inevitable twists and turns of life. And this is what makes it so special. Your whole life is a curriculum. Your body, your time, your relationship, what's going on that's preventing you from getting things done. And this is what makes it so effective and so powerful. So if you're thinking about it, if you're swirling around the edges and you know what's right for you right now, come and jump in. Or reach out and talk to me. If it's something that you're interested in for the future, why not join the waitlist? Because we'll be opening it again at some point in the future and I don't want you to miss out. You can get ready for it. All right, back to the episode. So let's bring that back now to having a winner's mindset versus a winner's consciousness. A winner's mindset is I have to win this tournament. My winner attitude, my winner title is dependent on this one result then I will feel like a winner or not it's win-lose and it's really easy to think when it comes to something like a tournament where there is one trophy at the top because I I can already hear people saying yes but there is a win-lose situation there is first second and third and that's what people think about and yeah you're absolutely right there is first second and third and that is the state of winning in that moment you're in the state of winning However, a person who wins over and over and over and over and over again is in a winner's consciousness, not a winner's state. So the state is dependent on maybe how you feel, but also the result on the day. The consciousness is about the game never ends. The consciousness is about no matter what this result is, I'm still a winner. No matter what this result is, I always learn something. I treat my tournaments like massive training sessions. I'm applying the things that I have learned. I'm 
always reflecting and looking back on what I learned and what worked and what didn't. And I'm going to keep going no matter what. A person who is operating from a state of win-lose will place all their eggs in the basket of winning. They will not look after themselves often in the journey towards the tournament or the outcome. They'll cross the line and then they will, if they didn't win, possibly need to take a break for a little while because their worth was tied up in the result. A winner's consciousness is when your worth is not tied up in the result. It's a never-ending game of learning. Does this make sense? So my client asked me, like, how can I have a winner's mindset? I said, don't, because the result at the end of the day is completely out of your control, whether you like it or not. You could be in the best shape of your life and have a bad referee call. You could be in the best shape of your life and stack it and fall over and hurt yourself, and it's completely unexpected. It's not something that you can necessarily control. So how do we control the uncontrollable and have a positive attitude and keep ourselves calm and keep ourselves motivated and keep ourselves in the game for good? You have a winner's consciousness. And the winner's consciousness is, I train my hardest, I do my best. And a tournament is an opportunity for me to put into practice what I have learned under a more high pressure circumstance and then reflect on what happened and pick up more lessons and get back to the training room. That is a winner's consciousness. Now, how can you apply this to your life and to your world right now? Do you have a winner's consciousness? Are you working towards something in your life, in your business, perhaps in your coaching or creative career where you think it's win or lose? Maybe you're launching something and your whole you feel like everything depends on this one thing working. You're forgetting that there's always another opportunity. There's always another idea. There's always another creative expression. Maybe you can apply this to a new skill that you're learning. Like surfing, you could get in the water. A winner's mindset is, I had a good surf today, therefore I'm in a good mood. (laughs) Or the surf was good today, or I caught a number of waves today. By the way, like I would have the worst day ever if this was my mindset when I got into the surf. (laughs) But anyway, consciousness of winning is like, today I got in the surf and that was awesome. Today I got in the water. And today I learned this, this, and this, or I learned one thing, or I had fun, or I met someone in the water, fantastic. Or I learned that there's something I can do with my arm or my posture or the way that I'm holding my core, fantastic. We treat all opportunities, all experiences as opportunities to learn. We treat all tournaments as opportunities to deepen what we've learned. We never make meaning about any result because we know that that result is one point on the map of many points that are going to come. So a winner's consciousness is about telling yourself, I'm never not winning because by simply showing up and learning, I'm actually winning. And that doesn't mean I'm all for like giving everyone a participation award. That's not what it's about. (laughs) There's actually this simplicity on the other side of that, which is that the true winners are just always learning, always learning, always learning, always always learning. They know that there's nothing wrong with them if they can't get something right because they're just learning. They know that if they have a bad day or a bad tournament or a bad call, it's not really about them. It doesn't mean their life is over. They learn from it and they get back on. A winner's consciousness is very, very, very sustainable. So I want you to think about this in your life. Maybe you are training a dog right now and your dog is unpredictable. Ask me how I know. 
maybe you are parenting and every day feels like a challenge or there's something going on and you're making it mean that you're a good or a bad parent but there's a consciousness that you can have about learning and connection and love and that nothing is really wrong in any circumstance maybe you're in business and you're feeling like there's a lot of pressure to achieve within certain things like a launch like I mentioned but there's always another opportunity there's always another creative idea that you can have maybe you're a sports person and you're placing a lot of pressure on yourself in your peak performance at your sport I know this sounds really counterintuitive to tell you to treat it like another tournament or to treat it like another training session but like I said at the beginning of this podcast what is most important is that you turn the mountains into molehills so you're not walking into high pressure situations adding more pressure to yourself by saying things like, this is it. If this doesn't work, I'm screwed. If this doesn't work, it means this about me. That's the worst thing that you can do. Someone with a winner's consciousness, they are just having the most fun and learning. So I hope you can take something away from this today. I really hope that you have loved it. And I want you to think now about the winner's consciousness for yourself like where can you apply this in your life i want you to think about abstract things that you are trying to accomplish in your life maybe like i said it's parenting humans or animals or something maybe it's your business maybe it's your health maybe it's sport i don't know maybe it's your relationship as well think about how you can have a winner's consciousness it's about the fact that nothing is wrong it's about the fact that you're learning it's about having fun it's about even when you feel like and you're absolutely sure it's not working leaning back and trusting it's absolutely still working because I'm learning I'm always exactly where I need to be right now to get where it is that I'm going that is the kind of consciousness that I'm interested in that's the kind of consciousness that will have you win over and over and over again so enjoy my friends Remember, everything you want is so much closer than you think. So stay curious, stay open, and I'll see you soon.